All right, episode three of the Is It Me podcast, where I usually assume it's a they problem and then learn that it actually is me. My name is Tad Lemire. I'm the co-host of the Tad and Drex radio show on B98.5 in Atlanta. My therapist and life coach Chantel Cohen and I started recording my therapy sessions in hopes that sharing my problems will help others solve theirs. So that's what you're going to listen to, a portion of my actual therapy session. This episode is called Sweating the Small Stuff. It's an example of how mountains can be made out of molehills in a relationship. Resentment builds, feelings get hurt, and then one day somebody points to the molehill and they say, do you see what this is all about? Do you see how small this actually is? So I hope you're able to get something out of this. And if so, please subscribe so you'll know when to look for future episodes of the Is It Me podcast. Four years, I had a problem with the way that my wife, Jessica, loaded the dishwasher. You solved that issue in one session. My stepfather used to be like, shut off the lights. Don't do this. Yeah, I was raised like that, too. He was such a energy conserver. Mm -hmm. And it was for money. I resented him so much for that because it was like the thing that he had above me and I could never remember to shut off the lights. He and I didn't have a great relationship and he would use the lights. It's like he always held that over me. It was something I could never remember. So it was he was, I guess, using that as a weapon. Right. Wow. But then I grow up and then don't you know, now I'm the light czar. I'm the guy who's like, <laughs> shut off the lights. We're yeah. wasting money. Yeah, you've, you've become the person that you loathe growing up. Exactly. One of the issues that I've had is that my wife grew up in a family where her mother runs the dishwasher in the morning and at night every day, whether it needs it or not. Does Jessica come from a large family? She's got two brothers and her. There's three total. It's not so much a large family thing as it is a we're running the dishwasher morning and night. Mom was a stay home mom. House needed to be cleaned. Dad probably wasn't as concerned about finances like that. So they ran it. He probably knew what you knew, which I didn't know. We'll get to that in a minute. And if you think about it, running the dishwasher at night and then running it in the morning, like what kind of dishes are getting accumulating overnight? If she's running it in the morning at night, so she literally would <laughs> well, run the dishwasher sure. with one fork in it. No, I think the one fork is an exaggeration, but right. let's go with it. Right. I grew up in a house where we didn't even have a dishwasher, and had we once we did end up with a dishwasher, like later on in life, you only use it for special occasions, or right? No, you would load that thing like it was like you were playing Tetris. Like we played Tetris for dishwasher load training because. In my mind, when you run that dishwasher, that's just money flying out the door. So you want to pack in every nook and cranny has got to be loaded. My wife did not subscribe to that and would load the dishwasher with like three or four items. And I spoke to her the first time about it. I was like, hey, can we make sure I was nice about it? You were nice about it. Okay. And then like 50 times later, I wasn't so nice about it. Where I was like, come on. I eventually, I remember frustratingly being like, don't do the dishes. I'll do the dishes because you can't load the dishwasher. So you wanted Jessica to leave all the dishes out. I would rather her do that than waste money by running it with too few dishes in it. Right. So it wasn't just that it was too few dishes, but also you knew how to stack the dishwasher. And Jessica, I assumed that in your mind, she didn't know how to exactly, how to exactly load the dishwasher in a way so that it got 
all every every space was utilized. One day I came home and I went to go put something in the dishwasher and she kind of flipped out a little bit. She said, oh, 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 like she was nervous she was, about it. Oh. And I said, what's going on? She goes, well, I was hoping to run that and empty it before you got home. So she was sneaking, running fewer dishes in the dishwasher, which told me like, this seems like an awful lot of effort to get your way or to win this argument or well, to do what, what you want to do. What does it communicate to you that your wife has to run the dishwasher when you're not around, that she is going undercover in order to run the dishwasher? What it communicated to me was that it just wasn't a priority to her. She didn't respect and I'm looking at you and I'm telling, I can already tell that you're more concerned with what did it communicate to her? <laughs> I'm not, but the fact that your wife is running the dishwasher when you're not there because she's worried that if you see that there aren't enough dishes in the dishwasher, that somehow she's going to be, I don't know. But we covered this. We had had this conversation so many times. It started out nice. All Jessica remembers is is the 50th time where I was like, what do I need to do to get you to run the dishwasher when it's actually full? Like frustratingly because, but the other 49 times where I was like, can we please, would it be okay? Do you mind? This is important to me. Like all of these cries. And it was, it was important to you because? Because it costs money to run it every time it ran. And, and so how much did it cost, Dad? Well, this gets to the solution to the problem, which wiped out the four or five or six years of arguments and frustration, wiped out in one sentence. Why don't you go ahead and do it? Because you said this and I was like, oh. I told Tad that it costs literally about 50 cents to run the dishwasher. I swear, I thought it was like $10, even though I got the electric bill. I don't know what, what is accounted to what. So if the electric bill is $80, you know, 79 of that is dishwasher. The thing is, is when people feel passionately about something, they'll often inflate, you know, kind of the, the cost, the meaning, whatever, <gasps> you know, this is going to cost, you know, we're spending two, three, $4 a day running this dishwasher. If you just did the math, you probably know, and, and really, is the 50 cents really worth it to have your wife feeling like she has to um, be a double secret agent in order to run the dishwasher? I don't think so. And I don't, what I know about you, Tad, is I don't think you want her to feel that way. That there's a part of you that wants her to, f to be able to come to you. And so, you know, you, you planted your flag on 50 cents, and I think that really do you think it could have been about control well to me it was more of i'm coming to you asking for you to like help me out with this you know that i grew up in a house where we shut off the lights mm -hmm. so to me the first time was i don't think it was a thing about control because i came to her nicely the first time and said hey can we make sure that we load because i mean i'm telling so you this like this is really you're a real environmentalist make sure you understand this is grossly underloaded three pans in the bottom rack there's space for another 20 glasses in the top rack and dishwasher is getting wrong so it's not a control thing it was more of just like a waste thing wasting money wasting water what she was communicating to me was i don't give a crap 
what you want. I want to run the dishwasher. And it's really so it is about to control our, our upbringing. The thing that I want you to to think about is all successful relationships. There are some moments where you're going to let your partner have that win. You're going to decide what's important. I mean, we, we do it every day in our daily lives. Somebody cuts us off. Is it really worth flipping that person off? Is it really worth, you know, having words with them? It's going to set your whole day. You know what? Okay. They forgot to bring me my appetizer. You know what? Maybe I'll just tell them, Hey, didn't get my appetizer rather than deciding to, you know, stake uh, my whole dining experience on this. I'm going to just decide that it's not worth it. And at some point, in order to continue down this road, there may have been a point where you just decided, man, this is so expensive. But you really had no knowledge of whether it was expensive or not. I think I was basing my opinion of how much it cost to run a dishwasher on like 1950s. <laughs> because I guess there's this little sticker that says energy saver. I never looked at that. I never researched how much it actually costs. I just assumed like 10 bucks a run, so every time you run this with 20 fewer dishes than should go in there, you're just throwing money away. Sometimes we have feelings about things and we create a narrative around it. And that narrative says, well, dang, this is absolutely true, especially when it's coupled with feelings. Think about it. Feelings plus a narrative. Well, you know, it's true. We do it all the time. Ah, oh, you know what? I'm, um, I don't know. I look, I look fat in these jeans. People think that all the time they, um, they have a feeling, they feel insecure about themselves. They'll have a thought. And now they believe that everywhere, you know, they can never wear jeans again when it really isn't true. It's their perception of it. And so it feels like there was a strong perception and that perception was tied to a very strong emotion, which is, Hey, this is wasteful you know, that this, and, and some anger because you felt like you weren't being listened to. And so the narrative becomes really, really powerful. And so we plant our flags based upon that. We, uh, this is true. It's wasteful. It's this, it's this. But when we really start to deconstruct it, we really know that there wasn't a whole lot of information there. It was based on that strong feeling. Dad told you it's wasteful and you believed it without ever verifying it. And so because of that, you communicated to Jessica, I just want you to think about that 50 cents. Is it really worth it? 25 cents to run the dishwasher. Is Jessica completely fine no. in all of this? No. Like, did she not play a role? Was it right for her to sneak around rather than just do something that is pretty simple? No, because we... I hear you because she agreed when you said, Hey, I really don't want you to do this, that this is cost us too much money. She didn't know how much it cost either. And yet there was a decision that she made that said, I'm just going to do it behind dad's back. He'll never know. I wonder if it communicated to you that, um, you weren't respected enough to be listened to, that your feelings about the matter weren't considered when she decided to do that. And that at some point this wasn't collaborative but it became more about, you know, what Tad doesn't know won't hurt him. And that is the opposite of really good communication. So the dishwasher is just kind of symbolic of, you know, some underlying communication strategies that have gone awry because each of you feel 
something and you've created a narrative around it and now you believe it to be true. And so rather than communicating that to the other, you have decided that each of you are going to just plant your flag. Jessica's going to do it on the DL and you're going to be more upfront about it. But it's probably the reason why she went undercover is because she felt like she couldn't talk to you. So in the end, what we ended up doing was Chantel goes, it only costs 50 cents. What are you worried about? And I go, oh, okay. And so since then, I very rarely even look at the dishwasher. Like if I'm involved in the running of the dishwasher, great. I load it all the way up. If not, I'm none the wiser. I'm not looking for anything. And, and perhaps Jessica has been loading it fully as well. We've been talking about the dishwasher. We've been talking about couples communication, but guys, you can apply this to almost anything that I want you to sometimes think when you get angry about something that it's not just the thing that you're angry about, but it could be the communication. What that person is doing is communicating something to you. So I always tell people, I use this famous example all the time. It's like, you know, if Tad, if you're leaving the toilet seat up and and I've asked you, hey, Tad, can you please leave the toilet seat down? And and suddenly, Tad's like, on oh point. He is making sure the toilet seat is down. He's like, I got it, I got it, I got it all day long. I get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, and my butt hits the toilet water because Tad has left the toilet seat up, and now I'm pissed. I'm awake. I wake Tad up. You know what? I'm a guest in your home. You could have at least... At, at least put the toilet seat down. Now I'm awake. And you're like, why would you wake me up, Chantel? I've, I've basically been trying to make sure that I put the toilet seat down while you've been a guest in my home. Don't I get credit for anything? I can't ever get it right with you. It's never enough. If it's not perfect, then I'm not going to, I just don't get any credit for anything. So it's all or nothing thinking. And I'm going to say, well, I'm just mad because I asked you to do this and you could have, you could have done it. We've gone over this so many times. And you know what, frankly, you left it up. And if I can't get you to just put the toilet seat down, what can I count on you for? Because mm -hmm. this is the simplest of things. So it's the meaning that you give to it. It's the context it becomes not about the toilet seat, but I gave it the meaning that I can't count on Tad to do the littlest things. And Tad had the, the thought, well, damn, she's busting my chops over something and I've been on point. And unless I get this right 100% of the time, it's never going to be good enough for her. I have a solution to all the problems. I'm gonna go home now. I'm gonna tell Jessica, six months, you load that dishwasher 100%. <laughs> I'm buying <laughs> urinals for the entire house. Every bathroom, urinal. <laughs> and then we're going to super glue the seat down. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. Thanks for listening to episode three of the Is It Me podcast. If you have a topic that you want us to discuss, you're having an issue that you'd like us to talk about, you can send us an email. All the information is on my radio station's website, b985.com. You just go on there. There's all kinds of bonus material and a way for you to get in touch. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks again.